Welcome, guys, for another episode of Outback Game House Podcast. I'm joined once again by Minzy and Reese. Hello, guys. Hello. Hey, hey. So, in this episode, we're going to talk a lot more in detail about the games we play, uh, upcoming uh, games, new releases, uh, the consoles, and a bit about some of the TV shows and movies we're interested in. Uh, so to begin with, uh, as you guys would have known from the previous episode, Marvel Strike Force is uh, one of the main games that we all played together. We're all in the same alliance as well. Uh, so there's quite a few things happening uh, in the Marvel Strike Force scene. Uh, we've recently uh, been told news of a new game mode, Dark Dimension 4, uh, and a team uh, that's Kind of supposedly help us uh, kind of uh, take on that game mode, which is the the Pimtac team. We've got two existing characters uh, in Ant-Man and Wasp and uh, three new characters with Stature, Ghost, and Yellow Jacket. Uh, so what are you guys' thoughts on, A, the Pimtac? Are you guys hyped for them? Do you think... Uh, they're going to be the new symbiotes or maybe the new Wakandans? Um, I think they look good, but I think I don't think they're going to have enough damage. So I think mm. they have a lot of survivability and like utility, but I just don't think they're going to have a lot of damage. It, it really depends on how Dark Dimension 4 is going to be. Like if it's going to be high damage, high health. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I think part of it is I want to wait for the whales to tell me what to do, but <laughs> I'm really kind of excited for it. I'm, I'm going to probably work the whole team up and then play with it. Yeah. Um, I've already got Stature unlocked. Probably going to go hard on Ghost a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think if the... any... Go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I think if any, you'd want to go hard on Ghost. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was literally just about to say that. I think based on her kit uh, and what she kind of brings, especially for Dark Dimension with the health steal, uh, we've kind of yeah. discovered that from Dark Dimension 2 with Minerva and Dark Dimension 3 with Minerva again and Ebony Moore that that's probably your best kind of tool uh, when it comes to Dark Ooh. Dimension. So the fact that Ghost also does that, it sounds like she's going to be a no-brainer. Yeah, uh, but but I generally agree with what you're saying, Minzy, in terms of their damage output. Uh, I think they're a bit lacking there. I know they've increased some of the damage stats for Ant Man and Wasp, and Yellow Jacket seems to do decent damage as well. But they do seem to be more of a survivability type team, kind of like a slow burner. Yeah, which for Dark Dimension isn't such a bad thing to be honest, because there's no timer. In the other game modes, you want teams to you know, do decent damage because you've got a limited, you've got five minutes to do your damage uh, to kill whatever node or enemies you're trying to kill. So, uh, yeah, exactly. For, 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 for other game modes, you, you're kind of looking for good damage. Uh, but in Dark Dimension, even if it takes you, you know, one hour to complete a particular node, as long as you do it without dying, that's the main thing, right? So, yeah, uh, well, I mean, that was pretty much Dark Dimension 2. Like, that was the whole premise of it with Minerva, just 
using her ult to one survive and two to deal that damage as well. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it was it was basically Minerva and a team around her, someone to protect her, someone yeah. to feed her energy. <laughs> yeah, Star Lord, Groot, Nick Fury, all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, I in terms of Dark Dimension, I think the team might do well again. It, uh, like you say, Reese. I think it's better to wait until the whales jump in. And, Pretty much. And it's always a safe option. <laughs> well, I, I'm just going to go based on uh, the mistakes I made for Dark Dimension 3 when that was announced earlier this year. Ultron and Scientist Supreme were two of the meta characters at the time, right? So yeah, uh, it wasn't just myself. Other people as well assumed, you know, those two characters are going to be no-brainers for Dark Dimension 3. So everyone decided to build up Ultron and Scientist Supreme regardless of yeah. what the whales did. And, well, I found those two weren't particularly useful uh, for yeah. Dark Dimension 3. And now there's plenty of better characters anyway that have come out uh, for Dark oh, Dimension 3. for sure. And that's, that's why you see so many troopers that are Gear 14 right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was always against that trooper movement. Uh, at least with Ultron and Scientist Supreme, everyone was like I was using it. Everyone was using those two for U seven on a daily manner, so mm. I didn't feel it was too much of a waste. I still am okay with the decision, but if you're looking purely from a dark dimension point of view, then it probably wasn't the best call. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess it depended on how quick you wanted to get into DD3 because if you really wanted to get in quick, you would do Trooper, but if you were worried more about efficiency, then you, you wouldn't really do it. Yeah. Although we, <laughs> after going through Dark Dimension 3 or if you like, if we're still in there, you know how long and how, yeah. how tedious it is. So sometimes it's so, <laughs> so painful. <laughs> it's so terrible. Yeah. I'm on, uh, the last note of global actually started that this morning. So, <laughs> so I'm hopefully I'm done with that tomorrow. Yeah, you, global global is literally the worst. Uh, it, it does get much better after that. Yeah, so much better. But yeah, global is literally the worst. Uh, but I'm of the opinion it's better to take a month longer and get in taking the right character than go in a month earlier and struggle yeah. forever with the wrong characters. Yeah, uh, especially when Tadano Mac exists and he can like a uh, test for us. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gonna do he the same. Test. He paid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, he's on his way to do the same for Dark Dimension Four. I believe yeah. he's already at eighty. Uh, yeah. So, and I, there's probably some others as well. But based on his teams that he took into Dark Dimension Three, they weren't the greatest. He just cored. Um, he didn't care if they died. He just kept coring them and reviving them. So uh, yeah. <laughs> using his teams as a general free-to-play player or a, a dolphin, it's not going to go well because unless you follow his suit and core, um, you're not going to get far, I think. So it's probably yeah. better not... to wait for the Krakens to finish and let the whales go in. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> True story. <laughs> uh, but it's talking about Dark Dimension 4 so 
uh, they've obviously told us uh, the nodes are going to be, I think, three general nodes uh, and then three global nodes, three cosmic nodes, three city nodes, and then three nodes with only legendary is what we gather. I mean, they haven't actually released uh, Dark Dimension 4. It's not viewable yet. It's We're just basing this off uh, data mines and what people have kind of dug up in regards to that. So yeah. what, what are your thoughts about, uh, I guess, the traits? Uh, it's pretty much similar to Dark Dimension 3. The only difference is the legendaries have been pulled out. Yep, so it's, it's close to what we've got now. And then I think the other thing that they said was you won't be able to use legendary characters on the first, on those first general nodes. Okay. You can or you can't? Um, you cannot. Yeah. So from what I gather, you can only use the legendary characters on the last three nodes um, and the first 12 nodes, uh, which is the general and then the three traits. You won't be able to use legendary at all, which... Uh, based on their uh, strike time video, they called it the the Phoenix problem. I'm not sure if you guys watched it, where the devs yeah. were talking about um, Dark Dimension Four and um, how Dark Dimension Three they had a there was a Phoenix issue. It wasn't an issue for us because we needed Phoenix. Without Phoenix, I think Dark Dimension Three would have been a nightmare because half the time it was just getting her special off. If you could get her alt off, that was a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what they said was that's why they made the global nodes the way they did was because of phoenix yeah they balanced it around phoenix so. yeah yeah so without phoenix i guess we're gonna have to rely on ghost i believe is the next best option to do a similar thing um, yeah but yeah i mean it's it's gonna be interesting we like you said we don't know how it's gonna be like if it's gonna be similar to dark dimension 2 where they're just going to have a heavy health pool, but otherwise relatively okay, or if it's going to be like Dark Dimension 3. We're just going to have to wait and see, I suppose. I doubt they would do this, but it would be interesting if they had Phoenix on the enemy team for global nodes, and so you could take Sinister in and just clone. <laughs> well, there was Phoenix in DD3 global nodes, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I know MSF.gg have released uh, the node information in regards to what they have found in terms of the data mine. I'm, I didn't look fully in terms of that. I was mostly looking out for Elsa. Uh, the reason why I was looking out for Elsa on the general nodes and the global nodes is because you know, she's going to be a hard counter to this Pimtech team. Um, so for yeah. those of you guys that don't know Elsa's passive, when a character dodges or evades, she's going to come back at him uh, and do an extra attack. So, And this is for any of her allies. So uh, with the whole premise of the Pimtech team is evades, right? So every time they dodge, yeah. she's going to take another attack on them. So it's going to be interesting on those nodes, taking in uh, the Pimtech team. Uh, so that was what I yeah. was mainly looking out for. I didn't really look out for any phoenixes, but uh, yeah, it's a possible option, I guess, if you've got um, sinister. Yeah, it would be it would be interesting if um, I don't know if the Pimtech team can do this, but it would be interesting if they could like stack um, evades, kind of like X twenty three can, 
So mm-hmm. even if Elsa does get that sh- uh, that passive shot off, they're just going to evade it anyway. They do have stacks of evades, I think three okay. from memory. I cannot remember. So uh, I do remember there is a stack. So if they've got that stack, then obviously they're going to evade the next one. But once they yeah. run out of that stack or they just have one, <laughs> then there might be issues there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I... I like for me, I don't know if I can take the full Pimtech team in. It might be a hybrid. Um, obviously, outside of them, Emma and like you said, um, Mr. Sinister are good choices for the global team. They were for Dark Dimension 3. Uh, same with the symbiotes. <laughs> Taking in five symbiotes is going to be a nightmare for City. Uh, not only do you need all those bio minis, you need 125 alien spores to get all five symbiotes into Dark Dimension. And that's if you don't already have them to 14. That's yeah. if you don't already have them to 14, yes. <laughs> well, it, it, will be hard. it will be hard for the symbiotes. Like The whole thing of the symbiotes is like once they get that ball rolling, mm. then they're pretty much fine. But it's actually getting the ball rolling. So Yeah, that's correct. I mean, like I've discovered in U7, for instance, there's some nodes with... Uh, quick early damage dealers and uh, characters like that can get the best, uh, like can get the better of the symbiotes where they can come and take out one or two characters and then you, you're on the back foot. So pretty much, yeah. They're, they're good against uh, nodes or characters where they can, like you say, get their debuffs rolling, and then after that point, they're all sweet. But that initial kind of uh, first turn or two they're a bit vulnerable so, yeah yeah you're, you're, you're right there but um yeah i i don't even think i'm going to be able to take all five in it'll probably end up being three even i'm not sure about that plus yeah. another two or something like that so we'll have to see with dark dimension four uh in terms of upcoming uh characters and rumors that we've heard uh, we've obviously seen snippets of uh, Yelena and Red Guardian. Obviously, they're there to promote the Black Widow movie that keeps getting delayed. <laughs> so we've known about this yes. team since start of this year when the Black Widow movie was originally meant to be coming out. Uh, but from what we gather, that team is probably not far away, maybe a patch or two away. Uh, yeah. And potentially another rework on top of that for... Uh, Black Widow, obviously she's going to have to have um, synergy with this new... We'll be interesting to see what team, if they're going to be a full team or if they're going to be a hybrid with some of the other existing characters or not because it's only three of them that we know of. Um, Well, I think they would probably bring out a new team. It, It would be interesting to see if they gave Taskmaster a new tag to go in that team. If they do, it would completely ruin the mercenary team. Yeah, mercenaries. I mean, task mercenaries without Taskmaster is yeah trash. They just exist. Pretty much, yeah. So I'm not sure if they would do that. It'd be interesting. Uh, my thoughts would be Hawkeye, considering they gave Black Widow and Hawkeye that whole synergy. Um, yeah one without the other would just wouldn't feel right 
So well, yeah. Imagine I'm guessing he probably joins this new team with her, and then that Ooh. leaves one extra. Which I wouldn't be surprised if they do a four man team because they seem to love doing four man teams <laughs> quite a lot. Bring in the fifth out like a year later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Young Avengers. Yeah. Um, yeah there's a few, right? Uh, yeah. Hydra uh, Two, the Zemo team is also a four man team, so it's it's not uncommon for them to do a four man team. I probably yeah. think they probably will do that with this as well. Uh, well, even Marauders as well, and. Technically, oh, yeah. they still haven't brought out a fifth because Emma isn't actually a marauder. Well, that's true. I think they've done that on purpose uh, where if they want to take her out and make another team, they can do that. Yeah. So it gives them a bit of flexibility there. Plus, she's not... Which is what they did with, uh, with Fantastic Four. Now they get the, the fifth replaceable true. one. True, yeah. true. So I think they do like that kind of flavor where they can have a rotating fifth. Uh, so, like you say, with Fantastic Four, we've got Namor, She-Hulk, and soon-to-be Doctor Doom. Uh, yes. In terms of other rumors, there's meant to be quite a few uh, well, mutant characters coming out. Um, supposedly, we're getting a new character from uh, the Deadpool movie that we had, Deadpool 2. Um, hey. Yeah, so... Based on Valley's rumor, it was uh, one of the, he called it one of the characters that had um, a bad fate with uh, a parachuting incident. So, you know, that scene where they all fly in. Yes. One of the other export rumors. And they, and they all die. <laughs> yeah. So there, there was a handful. I think it was five characters memory that jumped in yeah i think there was five yeah uh so there was what was it there was bedlam banisher uh shatterstar yeah i I don't really know the names of them so and zeit what's his name zeitgeist or however you pronounce it zeitgeist zeitgeist and peter and peter so it could be peter (laughs) it's gonna be peter we're gonna get peter (laughs) Um, oh god but based on other people's rumors i think it's uh shatterstar is what we're hearing which will be interesting uh not sure what kind of tag they'll give shatterstar whether a x-force tag or a x-men tag we'll have to see i can see i can honestly see them giving her or him i don't actually know (laughs) um a the the x-force tag so they can give um x-23 and x-men and put them on a new x-men team well true i mean they have given i think x-23's already got the x-men tag already yeah um it just makes sense for them the the x-men tag yeah uh and she's x-23 speaking of x-23 she's got synergy with Wolverine, even though it's a small synergy. So potentially yeah. that could be something with those two as well. Um, and as far as other mutants, uh, there's meant to be potentially three other mutants, not including the one we just mentioned. And I uh, think they had a Facebook post a while back where they yeah. supposedly, well, we're assuming they leaked uh, Iceman, 
Gambit and potentially Kitty Pride, I think. Although some people seem to think Gambit might come with Rogue um, for Valentine, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, that would make sense. choice. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone would prefer the Gambit-Rogue combination uh, and Valentine's makes sense, right? So, mm. But it's quite a lot of mutants, I think, in recent times. Well, yeah, that's what they... I think they said that in the um, Strike Time video. They don't want it to be uh, my uh, Marvel sh- uh, like X-Men force or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We seem to get, we seem to get like a whole bunch of traits together. So we had the whole bio recently. Soon yeah. to be all mutant. <laughs> so they yeah. like A good year kind of- ago, it was like tech. Tech, yeah. Back when Minerva it was, and yeah, it was just tech all the like Guardians. And, yeah. Yep. So, uh, but I think out of all the traits, I think we've got a lot of mutants, though, in the past year or so. And I think that's mainly because we didn't... I don't think we started with any mutants to begin with. So, oh, no, uh, no. Wolverine. Wolverine. We, we had Wolverine. I'm trying to remember if we, we had... We had Wolverine and Storm, and that was about it. No, I think Storm came later. I think Storm came later, but she was still fairly early. She was still fairly early. Deadpool came yeah. with his movie. Uh, yeah. And then most of the other X-Men came like a year later, I believe. Yeah. Colossus. Sounds about right. Phoenix, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and I think they do have the least amount of characters out of all the the traits when you compare it. Uh, so yeah, well, compared to something like uh, Avengers, they've got like I think nearly twelve characters or something like that under just Avengers. Yeah, yeah, but even like and compared to like biotech, I think the mutant, ah, right, yeah, yeah. the mutant um, trait still has the least amount. Yeah, there's there's only well, just real quick, there's twenty two mutants mm. to the forty four bio characters we got. <laughs> exactly. What well, what I do wonder is if they're going to bring out mutants for non-global nodes. We've got Cable, who's a cosmic mutant. Uh, it'd be nice to have, I guess, a city mutant and a city mutants and some other cosmic mutants as well, just to change it up a bit. Well, I mean, Franklin Richards would be a good cosmic mutant. Oh man, I hope no. He would break the game. <laughs> He let's really say, would. Let's, 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 let's not go there. <laughs> let's not touch him. <laughs> yeah. I hope they add Quicksilver. He would be. I don't, would he be City? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. City. I think it would, he would be like a. He'd be in that really sweet spot of City to uh, like Global. Yeah, they could go either way, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm surprised they're not bringing out additional characters with the WandaVision TV show coming out. They usually yeah. base their releases on whatever MCU are doing. So maybe there are going to be yeah. some characters um, linked to that show and other shows, but I guess we'll have to see. Uh, but I think that's enough of MSF for now. Uh, in terms of other games we play um so in terms of myself i'm currently still somehow playing avengers 
uh, <laughs> from Crystal Dynamics. It's uh, been a been an interesting ride. I think they've had some issues uh, since launch. Um, I think the the death of uh, Chadwick Boseman I think has set them back. I think Black Panther and a Wakanda raid were meant to come much sooner, but then out of respect, they delayed that, which yeah. I think has screwed up a bit of their timeline. Uh, and a lot of players have started to kind of drop out based on you know, little to nothing to do for them. Uh, I haven't really yeah. been playing it full on in the sense that I've still got characters to build. So I think that's been a good thing for me where I haven't got every character to level 50, 150 gear because then I would imagine I'd be in the same boat where I'd be looking around going, what now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think they've got the same level of MMO, like, like look at WoW, right? Mm. Um, yes, you can play with other people, but it's just a shit show to see what you get for gear. WoW, you can kind of target a little bit better yeah. than the gear you're looking for. But even then, WoW has changed so much. Like, you can play the game solo. It's not even an MMO anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I never I never actually got into WoW, but I know both of you guys have a lot of history when it comes to WoW. Uh, yeah. So I, I believe you went back into WoW for a bit, Minzy. Yeah, I pretty much stopped playing all of this expansion, uh, being Battle for Azeroth. Um, just because it was so crap. <laughs> um, that's when I got into MSF fairly heavily. Um, I started playing again about, I think, two, three months ago, if that. Um, but yeah, it just, it's not fun. <laughs> I, the, it's compared to a game like Final Fantasy where it's not... There's not as much to do. You can make, you can, you, it's hard to explain. Like in Final Fantasy, there's not as much to do for the core gearing up gameplay, mm. but there's more like mini games to do. And it respects your time a lot more than WoW does. <laughs> WoW well, is ruthless. You need to rub things so much to get yeah. anything. Yeah. But again, like I said, you could target the gear. Like if I was looking for a certain piece of gear, I'd run the same place 15 million times to get that one piece of gear. Pretty much. Marvel's <laughs> um, Avengers, you can't do that. You're just hoping you get anything. For Marvel Avengers, yeah. I think the... It, like for min-maxes, I am I kind of fall into that bucket as well. I, it, it's been quite hard to get the gear you want. And then... In, if you do get the gear you want, then there's also the stats on those gear as well. That varies as well. So there's RNG on RNG on RNG uh, when it comes yeah. to the Marvel Avengers gear. Like I would, if you guys have played Division, I, I played a bit of Division, um, both the first and the second one. Uh, I, I would kind of like to see a similar system brought into Marvel Avengers where you can, uh, if you get the gear you want, you can go and re-roll the stats on those particular gears and I don't mind spending whatever resource needed. Uh, it would save a lot of time rather than trying to farm and 
get that one in a hundred drop again. <laughs> yeah. And then hope that you actually that's, get the traits that you want. That's what, uh, WoW had a fairly similar system to that when I first started and they only had it for that expansion. They got rid of it. Why mm. they did, I have no idea. It was so good, but yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's that uh, lure to keep people playing i suppose i mean it, it, a game like wow where it's been going on for years uh yeah. if, you, if you make it easy for the player base to get the particular gear they want uh what are they going to do after that i suppose so it's that whole chase i guess is what they're trying yeah. to entice for a game like wow but in saying that they release classic and classic when you get your best in slot piece you're done like you can enchant it and you're done. You've got your best. And, and that's, and that's the, remind, the, the uh, reminder of what Classic was. It's not as good as the new WoW is, but everybody forgot that over 15 years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I know, because I played it 15 years ago. Yeah, I, I did not. That was, that was RuneScape for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in terms of other games that I'm playing, I'm currently, I've jumped back into the original spider-man game for ps4 uh mainly because i do want to jump into the miles game which we can talk about later but uh as far as the original spider-man game goes i 100 percent the the main kind of story and then when it came to the dlcs i think by the time i started playing the dlcs it was a month or two after i'd finished the original game so there was a bit of disconnect there then when I tried to play the DLCs, I it just didn't quite click for me. The, the story for the main uh, part of the game was really great. It was probably the one of the best uh, story-driven games, Marvel games, any type of game <laughs> that I've played in a while. I still yeah, rate that. it was really good. Yeah. I rate that game highly, and I still do. Uh, so I, I redid the whole story just to refresh myself, and then I'm going through the DLCs now. Uh, the first DLC, I somehow managed to get my through it myself through it because that was it was the first DLC I started playing. And I just couldn't be bothered and I gave up. <laughs> then I never finished the other two either. So I'm trying to finish those uh, well, now. The, the last two DLCs uh, and then probably jump into Miles. But um, what about you guys? Are you playing any other games apart from MSF? I. Uh... Valhalla, Assassin's Creed, and uh, Baldur's Gate. I'm playing a lot of Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I mean, we can jump into the new release games like Valhalla, but how are you finding those two games? Baldur's Gate 3 I absolutely love because I've recently started playing... Well, I say recently. It's been a few months. Um, but, I've yeah, I've been playing pen and paper D&D, and Baldur's Gate 3 is like a really good adaptation of pen and paper onto the PC for D&D. It is really good. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that was the whole inspiration behind Baldur's Gate, right? Yeah, well, because they worked with um, Wizards Coast, which is like the people that made D&D. Uh, &D. Hmm. Right, and they had a few other ones that came out around the same time. But originally, say so Baldur's Gate one and two, and then you had uh, Icewind Dale, and uh, God, there's one more I can't think of the name of off the top Neville of my head. But they were—that's what it was. They were all really good when they came out. 
Yeah. Because at that time, I was also playing pen and paper. Yeah. Uh, it <laughs> is so fun. <laughs> Just being able to do whatever the hell you want and have no real life consequences. It's so nice. <laughs> Well, as gaming in general, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, how are you guys finding? I'm, I haven't actually started playing Valhalla. Uh, it's probably going to. I was hoping to get. Spent... We can talk about that later, but uh, yeah, how's Valhalla going for you guys? I mean, I spent three days as a drunken Viking. That's um, <laughs> yeah, been great. Honestly, it's it's a good. Good catch on the next series. Um, I feel like I missed something because I didn't quite finish the last DLC from Odyssey. And um, I'm not sure how far you are yet, Minzy, but when it ties into the, the real-life stuff in the current game, I, I, I missed like five years, you know? Yeah. I didn't actually play Odyssey. The last Assassin's Creed I played was Origins. But Odyssey just didn't interest me that much. Um, and before that, the last one I played was Black Flag. So I've had like a big gap. <laughs> oh, I've I've had a bigger gap. Black Flag was the last nope. game I played myself. Yeah. Uh, the the big like I just got tired of I guess the repetitive gameplay nature. Uh, once you kind of played the first few Assassin's Creed, they all kind of blurred in and became one. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm glad they changed the gameplay when uh, Origins came out. They've kind of stuck with that similar. And um, they changed it a little bit. They went backwards a little bit with um, with the newest one, with some of the gameplay. And I'm glad they got it kind of away from the shit battles because I was starting to get old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I hear it's uh, it seems to be probably one of the longest games from what I gather, uh, the Valhalla, in terms of gameplay. It's hours. fairly long, yeah. It just because, like, not even story. It just because of the like everything that you can do in the world. It's just there's so much to do. <laughs> yeah, the, the map is bigger than Odyssey, which at the time was the biggest open world map. Yeah, that was released. So it is. It is huge. Yeah, it's something like I think 160 square kilometers. Wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> I don't know, I was just going to say that, um, yeah, now, now every time I get on the road machine when I go to work out, I'm, I am a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think that, that's been the biggest lure for me to get back into the series is I do quite like the Norse mythology. Um, I, I yeah. quite like all, all the mythologies in general uh, and Odyssey and Origins also kind of piqued my interest due to that but i had other games back then that i never got into it but uh norse mythology i'm definitely a fan of so probably will pick that up maybe play it over christmas or something like that so i can't wait uh but in terms of other new release games obviously i touched base on the new uh, spider-man miles game now i haven't started playing that myself i've uh watched other people playing it uh, both on PlayStation 5 and PS4. If you guys are wondering whether uh, it's better to wait for a PS5 or not, I think it's still an amazing game on the PlayStation 4, even though the console is you know, three years older than, or maybe even more than the PS5. It still looks tremendous on that console as well. 
Uh, I'll be playing it on the PS4. Uh, I think the other big concern most people have had with the game is uh, the gameplay time compared to the original game. Uh, supposedly, it's around uh, half in terms of how long you spend in the game. Uh, but from what I have seen, it's still an amazing story. Uh, it kind of follows on pretty well uh, from the original. So if you are a big fan of Marvel or Spider-Man, I think it's definitely a good game to pick up. Yeah. Honestly, I don't mind if games are short up to an extent if the story is good. Yeah, I, I'm i a big fan of story-driven games. It keeps me going kind of thing. Uh, yeah. If, if there's a lack of story, uh, I start to lose interest so to speak so yeah i'm, I'm the same yeah. i i don't mind if it's a short and sweet game as long as the the story is good yeah and depending on the pricing as well like you don't want to pay a hundred dollars for just like 20 hours of gameplay but if it's like 50 bucks and yeah yeah uh but in terms of other new games uh we kind of touched base on uh there was a few like the new well it's not new it's the dark souls remaster there's the godfall uh game that which is ps5 and pc i believe yeah pc yeah i thought so. uh what are you guys thoughts on have you is it something you guys probably probably will play at some point in time or i will more than likely try it just because it does look really cool. Um, I have a friend that got into Warframe, which is probably the uh, most similar comparison, I would mm. think. Um, yeah, he put so many hours into Warframe, it's disgusting. Um, but yeah, if he gets it, I would more than likely play it with him. So Yeah, I probably... I have no clue about this game. I only just saw an ad about it like an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) I I saw the uh, trailers for it uh, when I was looking at PlayStation 5 games and uh, when they had the big uh, PS5 reveal like a couple of months ago. Um, They showcased some of the upcoming games and that was one of them. And you're right, it does have a bit of a Warframe feel to it. I did play Warframe quite a bit. Probably not as much as your mate, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I gave it a good shout. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, Warframe's a when it comes to free to play games, I think Warframe really did free to play well. Uh, you can yeah, you can obviously pay to win or uh, pay to progress, so to speak. But you could also do very well as a free to play player if you play smartly. So. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I quite enjoyed Warframe, and if it's similar to that, I probably will play this uh, quite a bit as well. Um, yeah, but I'm gonna have to <laughs> wait for a PlayStation Five whenever I can yeah. get my hands on that. Uh, in terms of upcoming games, there's there's quite a few. Uh, obviously, Cyberpunk is forever upcoming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that it's meant to be coming December. Uh, who knows if they're going to yeah. delay it yet again. It was meant to be coming November. <laughs> it was meant to be coming <laughs> in March, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so... Honestly, I don't mind that they keep delaying it. Like, if I would rather wait for a good 
complete game rather than have them release it early and just have it be buggy and unplayable. Like, yeah, it, it seems yeah, to be. Yeah, that was what they're trying to do. They're trying to get around the the patch patch uh, patch days type things, release date <laughs> patches. God. Well, I mean, hard. like, look at games for however long. Uh, it seems to be just get it out quickly, and then by the time players get it on day one, there's a day one patch that's bigger than the actual install file. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that seems to be the formula that most gaming uh, developers go with is just get the bare minimum out and then we'll get a patch ready on for day one. Um, Activision so anyway. and EA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Facts. <laughs> so, it, but you would have to hope They've nailed it. Uh, the fact that they've delayed yeah. it you know, close to a year. Um, yeah. yeah, at this point, they can't screw it up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it, it looks amazing. and I think a lot of people are waiting for it. Uh, maybe they could have uh, maybe possibly promised it to be December in the first place rather than <laughs> yeah, you know, doing short kind of delays. Um, if they knew it was going to be quite some time. Uh, yeah. but yeah. Especially for the people that take time off work for, like, game releases and stuff like that. And then they're like, oh, no, I can come back to work. And I'm like, no, too late. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the last delay, they gave little to no notice. Um, I think it was meant to come out in November. I can't remember yeah. which date. And it was literally, like, a day or two or a few days before that they then announced that it got delayed. <laughs> yeah. And by that time, a lot of people had already booked in uh, days off from work and stuff like that. So yeah. Were, I saw a lot of people on Twitter that were pretty unhappy about that delay uh, and for that very yeah. reason. Uh, but in terms of pretty other much. games, uh, there's Hyrule, uh, which I probably will pick up on Switch. Uh, if you guys are fans of... Zelda, it seems to be you know, a good game. For the me. only Zelda game I've played is Breath of the Wild, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, and I'd imagine... If, if they could get rid of that stupid mechanic where they break your weapons, I would like it more. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's one game I'm looking forward to playing on the Switch. I do have a Switch, and I haven't really touched it in a while. The last time I touched my Switch was uh, the not the previous Pokemon Shield and Sword and Shield uh, expansion. It was the one before. Uh, I was planning to uh, go yeah. and play the second DLC, um, which I'll probably do as well. Uh, yeah. But apart from that, there's a few other games, Immortals Phoenix, uh, which a lot of people are calling it, uh, speaking of Breath of the Wild, a Breath of the Wild clone. Um, not sure if yeah. you guys have... Seen much of that. Breath of the Wild, but like uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does have that. Well, the Greek kind of um, yeah flavor to it. Uh, the Greek mythology, which uh, I mean, if Breath of the Wild was fun, Greek mythology is good. I might give it a go. Yeah. Uh, seeing time well, I mean, God of War started with Greek mythology, and that did extremely well. Yeah, yeah it's basically surrounded. Uh, based on Greek mythology, even with the last one where they delved into the Norse mythology, it still was heavily Greek mythology as well. 
Mm, yeah. Uh, speaking of WoW, there's a new expansion coming out for you for that, right? Uh, Shadowlands. Yes. Shadowlands. Yes. Is that something you guys are? I think Reese has probably given up with WoW, but I'm, I think you can probably. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it. it's. I've seen enough commercials now. I might actually pick it up. We'll see. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh for me, it's more of a matter if if my mates get it, I will play it, mm. but. It's like, eh, it's kind of just the same thing. Like, they've kind of done the damage. It's too little, too late type thing for the things that they are fixing. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I think that's what they... They always have a bad expansion between good ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the last previous, the last previous uh, Legion was a good expansion. The one prior to that was just shit. Yeah, and then Mr. Pantaria was good. Cataclysm was shit. <laughs> Yep, so um, I have a bunch of people who still play WoW, and I got one who keeps trying to pull me back in. So we'll see when it releases. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's kind of hard to chain good expansions in a row, right? <laughs> you have one good one, one bad one. Yeah. Well, you, you release them out every two years on a schedule. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, is there any other upcoming games? I think uh, Halo, well, speaking of... Um, Halo Infinite, yeah. yeah, that's meant to be coming out. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with that game because I'm more of a PlayStation uh, and. Uh, I don't know Switch much player. about Halo Infinite, but <laughs> my brother made me play all the Halo games when I think I was like 15 or 16. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it was. He said it was blasphemy that I haven't played them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were really good. I absolutely love Halo. So uh, it, should, it should be good. Um, there's a couple of uh, Mass Effects, so they're going to remaster the original ones, and then they're at, they are making a new Mass Effect, and I will pick that up when that comes out. A uh, Mass Effect I've never played as well. But that's that's they just announced it, so that, well, we're talking like three or four years from now. Yeah. Hopefully it's uh, not the same team that did Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> We don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of uh, kind of the the loot kind of games like Anthem, uh, Destiny's got a new expansion as well. Yes. I know a lot of. I haven't played Destiny in a while, but I know a lot of players um, have returned for this expansion. It seems to have a lot of hype around it. Yeah, uh, I think one of the main things is. Um... It's their second like subclass that they're releasing. Like the Taken King back in Destiny One was, mm. uh, they released that third subclass for all the classes, um, and they're releasing the Darkness as a subclass now. So, oh, yes, it does. It does actually look interesting, and I'm considering getting it. Uh, but yeah, depends. So it will be on Game Pass for people with Xbox. So they won't actually have to pay for the expansion for a while. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, for Xbox that's cool. Speaking of consoles, though, the new consoles have obviously <laughs> been an interesting uh, release strategy. Yeah. Uh, I think Xbox, uh, not sure if they did it better or PlayStation did it better. Obviously, Xbox had... Um, for their first release, they had the scheduled date and time 
but then the downside was so obviously people were ready for it whereas the playstation the first release just got dropped um unexpectedly yeah and a lot of people kind of scrambled to get that first release uh the the downside with the xbox release method was uh, obviously a lot of scalpers and bots were ready for it and they yeah. grabbed a lot of the f- xbox first release um generally the the people that got the playstation first release were genuine kind of buyers kind of thing yeah. uh but even so obviously covid hasn't helped in terms of stock levels and stuff like that but yeah. been a nightmare it hasn't just been a nightmare here or over in the states it's pretty much been everywhere i've yeah pretty much all over the world yeah Yeah. um so i'm not sure if you guys think they could have done it better or any differently or it's just what it is i it it is what it is it's the same every time that they come out honestly um and i'm gonna do what i do every time which is wait a year or two Mm. and see how they how they upgrade them as they usually normally do and then pick one up yeah that's usually what i do i wait like a, a good solid year before they come out yeah. Um, sorry, after they come out, just just so there's like more actual games to play on them because when they first come out, there's only like one or two. <laughs> True. Well, the good thing about the PlayStation Five, at least compared to when the PS4 came out, there's backward compatibility. So uh, yeah, PS4 for whatever reason they decided not to have backward compatibility with PS3 games. So any kind of PS3 yeah. games you were buying in that overlap period were kind of wasted or stuff like that. Yeah. But at least, like, you know, I can continue buying PlayStation 4 games and if I ever get a PS5, it, I can chuck that into the new console and continue playing. So it's not it's not a wasted Ooh. investment, so to speak. Well, that's what I was worried about with Valhalla, actually. I got it on PS4, um, oh. but I was worried if I got it on PS4, would I have to, like, rebuy it on PS5? But... It comes with a thing to say you can like swap it over to PS5. Yeah, yeah, it's a free upgrade. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think you can still do it with the disc version, uh, but I know if you buy the digital version, it's pretty much you get the digital PS5 version, and I believe yeah. you can transfer the save file as well. So it's pretty much just continuing on, just with yeah higher graphics. Yeah, exactly. Uh. I think that's pretty much it in terms of uh, gaming news uh, that we've got for this week. We do uh, also love our tel- uh, TV and movie entertainment stuff as well. Uh, um, myself and Reese have been watching Mandalorian religiously. Uh, Minzy loves Mand- Mandalorian as well, but he prefers to wait until <laughs> all the episodes come out and then he binges them. So. He's not quite up to date yeah. with season two, uh, but what are your thoughts so far, Reese? Without giving anything away on season two so far, I think uh, everybody could live without episode two, but um, otherwise, it's been a great season so far. Yeah, so at the time of this recording, uh, we're three episodes in. Uh, first episode, I think it was pretty good last minute mind-blowing <laughs> amazing uh second, yes. epi- second episode i didn't mind it but yeah it, it felt like a filler if anything and 
third episode was just hype. <laughs> so much hype for me as, yeah, a, as a fan. They're doing a good job. They're doing a good job of building on what was in the end of the last season. Yeah. Uh, so Minzu, <laughs> it's uh, once you do finally get all episode eight episodes out, you're gonna have fun with this season. Excellent. <laughs> uh, now, in terms of uh, movie news, uh, Reese, you mentioned uh, obviously James Gunn is back. Yeah, so James James Gunn put out a, a handful of tweets this week. He uh, First of all, he's back on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And uh, the good news is, he says, since he was gone, they really didn't make any huge changes to it. So, I mean, a couple of creative things, but he says he always makes little things like that as he goes anyways. Mm. Not a huge deal, but he is back on it and excited that he's back on it. So I will actually see the movie now. Um, the, other thing, the other thing he's working on, um, he's on the Suicide Squad movie, and uh, they just picked up Sylvester Stallone's going to be in the movie now, so... Uh, wait to see who he's actually going to play, but I'm kind of excited for it now. Yes, Ooh. old Sly on Suicide Squad. I'm, I've been trying to think who he could play, but I, yeah, we'll have to. I guess we've got to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, but James Gunn back on Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, is going to be awesome. It, it would have been totally different feel and flavor without yeah. him. Pretty much. Um, I, I don't think anyone is upset about James Gunn being back on Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh no, 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 not not for one second. I mean, he he yeah. he. It was his baby uh, from the get go. Uh, obviously, with yeah. the blessing of Kevin Feige and all that. Uh, and, and you're right. I don't, I don't think there's been too many changes in terms of Guardians of the Galaxy. Obviously, since number two, we've had the two. Um, we've had Infinity War and Endgame. And Thor Ragnarok that probably plays an influence into the storyline, uh, but as, apart from that, there hasn't been many changes to it. Uh, maybe Gamora <laughs> is probably the big change. I'm not sure how much he wanted that to happen, but we'll have to wait and see how he uh, uses that, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But apart from, I guess the the Marvel Disney. Movies and TV shows. Is there anything else you guys are currently watching or looking forward to? Uh, I'm so excited for The Witcher season two. But apparently, I think I saw last week that they had to stop uh, filming because of Corona. Yeah, it's been the the bummer, so to speak, well, yeah. for everything, but especially with the film and TV uh, industry. Yeah. Obviously, that's why. We spoke about the Black Widow movie being delayed as well. Um, yeah. Everything's just been delayed. So hopefully we're going to get back into the swing of things when it comes to film and TV, television because it's... Uh, yes, exactly. I think, I think the other thing I'm looking forward to is going to be the uh, Targaryen storyline, the Game of Thrones uh, prequel bit that's going to come out. I was excited was, for that until season eight happened. Now Game say, of Thrones is dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as they get rid of the writers for season eight, start I think fresh. they already have. Oh, they, they, they have. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be what a whole five hundred year difference, so we should be good. All that other stuff should be gone. Yeah, it's a it's a prequel, uh, right? So for those of guys that don't know much about it, I think it's meant to go back, way back. Um, 
So yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, but unless you guys have got anything else you want to touch base? Uh, don't think so. I think that wraps us up. I think it does. It's been a great first official episode. Uh, thank you guys for joining in. Uh, we will make plenty more of this podcast. And until next time, we'll catch you later.